this is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. All Rob's cool friends are seeing Metallica tonight at a small venue in New York City. So everyone please thank Rob for making this huge sacrifice and being here with us tonight instead of being at the show, pretending to enjoy the music that is being played. He really is a hero. Here's the show. Thank you, Chuck, for your sympathies. Thank you, Rob. And I really am bummed because I really, really did want to go see Metallica tonight, as Chuck no, said it. I did. I you would, would re- rather be doing that. Just to be happens. seen, just to make an appearance, just Don't. so people can be like, oh, look, it's Rob from Nettle Injection. He yeah. knew someone. He First of all, show. Rob can First. get in this show. First yeah. of all. First of all. First of all. Uh, I would be in the VIP area. So nobody would have seen me other than other VIPs. No At VIP. Webster Hall, it's just like a balcony. People could look exactly. up and see I wouldn't. I wouldn't be uh, over the edge. And there's two back. balconies, and the other balcony is for general, so people could just look across. Not this balcony. I don't know. Since this is such a small show for them, would you try to experiment with looking at your cell phone while uh, <laughs> James was singing? It's not that. Small. It's like a two thousand person club. Just saying, normally but though, he I, would never it, see anyone at I such would, a big it, sea of people. Probably pretty easy to spot Rob out, even in a sea. Yeah, of Yeah, like I don't think uh, he would pull a David D. Rainman on it. But <laughs> I feel like Metallica. I've seen them before, and they keep my attention of where I wouldn't want to... You went to the Apollo show, right? When they yeah. the Apollo? That was really fun. Yeah. That's how I kind of uh, r- rationalize it to myself. Like, okay, well, I have to do the podcast. Wow. Yeah. The Metal Injection Live cast. And it's like, I, I, I've already seen them in a very intimate setting at the Apollo, and that was really cool because I was in, like, the ninth row, which I, I want to make clear that I had to sneak down there. Because even though at oh, the time shit. I was an employee, my official ticket was for the top, top orchestra. Like Rob's the, third. the top. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it assigned seats, though? Did you steal like someone else's seat? It was assigned seats, but everyone was just standing. Oh. So... There was, see, this is what it I love pop- about Rob. No shame at all. Yeah. We'll just, you know, live for the moment. Carpe it, I do remember one point I did have to move because people did start kind of like sitting down. And there was just an empty seat that I found. Like at that point, that person just left or I don't know where they were. So it was fine. But I just remember being at the show and like so all the other liquid metal people, uh, they were kind of in this broadcasting area and I didn't really I didn't feel too comfortable going there because there were other serious like some people that I didn't know yeah they were working I wasn't working so uh, I didn't go there but then I just remember I can't watch the show from like all the way up here like one of the furthest seats if I'm an employee so I I like (laughs) I scammed my way into the main area by showing my serious idea just being like I have to go to the you know I have to go to the broadcast this is important right right yeah right and then I just found a little spot, and it was the best spot for a photo op because then uh, Anthony, who still at the time was employed of the Opie and Anthony station, was so butthurt that Howard Stern was there and I guess didn't like shake their hand or whatever. He took uh, a photo of Howard Stern and said some inside joke about how he looks like a bird or whatever but i'm in that photo the photo is like of howard stern primarily and i'm in the background of that photo maybe he was talking about you because you both had similar hair you're right we were sharing a hairstyle at the time (laughs) so i figured so you know 
you could have this Webster Hall. <laughs> that's that's the only way I can rationalize this, rationalize this, and not be bummed out that I'm not seeing. When you said that like about um, about people not being in their seats, they just stand for the whole show. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wonderful wife took me. My to, wonderful wife. Uh, We're not doing that anymore, Rob. No, Rob. I mean, doing he it. said wonderful specifically, so you couldn't do that, and then I, you did it. Anyway. I really didn't, but you as should. it was coming out of my mouth, I realized this is a good buffer. For yeah, that. you you should try a different adjective every time just to throw them off. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay. Um, she got me tickets to see Weird Al. Did she go? Yes, she went. Oh, okay. uh, and it was at Radio City Music Hall. Wow, very nice. Yeah. And it's the exact opposite because Weird Al, although I love him, has a very, um, I don't know, eccentric fan base. I feel like there's a lot of like Walmart people who ride carts and stuff and like inact- very inactive people and very middle America You're active. People. Come on, Darren. I'm talking about other people than myself, Rob. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I just like I, I. At times, I just wanted to like right. treat it like a real concert instead. Yeah. But I would have been the only one you standing just up. Do so. what your heart desires. You were at a Weird Al show now. Radio City also is a pretty fancy yeah, venue. It is, and it's a it's a giant auditorium, so it is a seated venue. So mm. I could see how it. Might feel a little awkward. It was like being at the opera. Like you would have to just enjoy it in your seat, sort of. Uh, but it, it wasn't because of Radio City Music Hall, because that's how all his other shows are, kind of, too. Oh, okay. Like nobody really stands up. They all laugh. It's like a comedy show with music, almost. Right. So it'd be weird if you went to see a stand-up and just jumped up and like started laughing at the yeah. jokes and stuff. Have you ever went to see him at like a general admission venue where there was like a standing area in the front? He doesn't really play those. Like He always yeah. plays mid-side, like Westbury Music Fair and stuff. See, that's what I was thinking. I, I've never been to that, but I assumed that there was just like a little grass standing area in the front, but I guess no? No. It's all seats? No, it's just seats. Huh. And then okay. there's like a little pit area like where it would be a pit for a metal show or something, but it's just guys stand there and nobody jumps over the rail or anything okay. like that. So there is a standing area, but people don't really... Yeah, it's, well, it's, there's a guardrail. You'd have huh. to jump over a okay. guardrail. But uh, in Radio City, you know how it is. It was just like a yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very polite setting and Was formal. it a good show, though? Oh, it was fantastic. It was amazing. How long does he play for? Uh, Two and a half hours. Damn. I got there show. late because wow. I went to... My wife and I went to the a funeral for my aunt... Oh, I'm sorry, sorry um, Thank you. I, but she, I mean, what's keeping me from, you know, keeping me sort of even is that she lived a really long time and had so many people that loved her. It was really like she was suffering. Like, it was really time oh. for her to go. So it's almost like a relief. Mm. She uh, was in her 90s. Yeah, she was 96. Wow. But she, she was a uh, saint. She's just a wonderful, like, I mean, I don't want to bring the show down with a bummer like that, but she's just a really awesome person. And we all went out to Long Island, so we got kind of didn't make it back in time for the beginning of the Weird Al show. Uh, but that really made me feel a lot better going to the show, and I could take my mind off of that and stuff. Yeah. So thank you, Jennifer. I feel like comedy always helps me get through rough stuff. In fact, you know, uh, Weird Al's parents died. You know, there was a tragedy. Yeah. It was like yeah. a carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, thing? both his parents were in a car, and they like somehow suffocated from. Like, they were kind of old, but they didn't die from being old. They died in a tragic accident. Yeah. And he did a show the same day. Oh, he, my God. He basically said, you know, I need to do this because otherwise I'm going to freak out and bang mm. my head against the wall. So, And, he, um, I'm sorry. Good. No, he did a show the same day that his parents died. I should say, speaking of comedians, we're going to have a one Brian Posehn on oh, yeah. in a bit. 
That's right. A comedian by Bassett will be on the air. Very excited to have him on. And, uh, and very that, funny guy. That's yeah. a guy that we've been talking about getting on the show since we started this show. Yeah. And we finally have him, so it's pretty cool. Someone we all agree is like really funny and also is metal related. Yeah. More so than this show ever is. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, yeah, you'll be able to call in and ask Brian a question. The number to dial will be 718 303 2353. And, uh, you know, Metallica is everywhere in New York City this week because they're doing a bunch of press for their new album. Not in my they're apartment. They're also serious. Can I just say a quick thing, Rob? Yeah. Um, so Metallica played on, on Howard, and then they did a town hall at Sirius, and a town hall is basically um, they just interview artists. And uh, I go downstairs, and I see a lot of prominent metal journalists. Oh, there's a bug on the table. <laughs> just kill it. The bug was smuggled in with the cookies. Just kill it. Just kill it. Just stomp on it. I don't like to kill things. I smushed it with my FanDuel read. <laughs> Thank um, you, FanDuel. So I saw a lot of our friends in, in metal. They're a, a one metal mark and uh, a piercing Ken. Oh, <laughs> a yeah? Ken piercing metal. That's serious. Now, I saw a picture that you... that uh, Was it that you took... Mm-hmm. Of Ken from behind. Yes, I was like, "Who is this fat fuck?" Like, I didn't realize. Jeez, oh, I didn't. Re- and then, like, I, you said it was Ken, so then I immediately go, "Did he put on weight?" And Rob just says, "No, he's just always kind he's of always a fat re- fuck." Jeez. <laughs> and I don't, I don't remember that. I didn't say. Like, I didn't say that. I'm like, that's what he's always looked like. I know, I but didn't say that. I'm telling it in my voice. Let me, <laughs> let me now. My voice. My voice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yes, uh, Ken appears. He's the fat. Yes, he likes to eat. Okay, now I, I don't like to comment on, on people's weight or anything. No, he likes to do Twinkie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> American I, food. I don't think it's right. No, well, my point being that I, of all his other flaws, I never thought he was... I always thought he was like more of a... Um, I just think he do, he's not wearing the right kind of clothes. Maybe so. Like, I how always, many photos did you take of this guy? Did he realize you were doing this? Okay, this is not he me. This now. is Roland, oh. who also listens to the podcast. So I said, hey, uh, Roland, that's the guy whose Yelp reviews we read mm. sometimes. So he was very mm. excited to he's see Ken Pierce. Like I said or like uh, to you guys in private, I, I thought he was more like, like a more schlumpy um, Seth Green. Or Jay, what was the other guy? Um, there's another guy. He looks like Jamie Kennedy, kind of. Okay, I could see the Jamie Kennedy. I, and, and those guys are thin, so I, just, I guess I just assumed he was also thin. We have uh, Barat on the line. Barat, hello. Barat. What did you assume Ken Pierce looked like? <laughs> Barat, the way Darren him. What's hello. that? Exactly the way Darren described him. Thank you. That's a fact. He's cheered. <laughs> well, I shouldn't even. I mean, I am. I clearly weigh more than he does. It's just that it's. I'm only kind of taken aback by that because I thought he was thin, so it's weird. You know what I mean? What? I feel like it'd be weirder if he was thin. Yeah. Because you know that he's fat, and also just like the persona that we've given him through our show is not that of a yeah. thin guy. He's like comic book guy. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. I guess that's what I imagine when I... <laughs> like, we, we haven't given him that. That's well, I've met, I've met the guy once. I exchanged like two <laughs> words with him, so I really don't know. We turned it up to 11, yeah. that's all. I mean, anyone who writes that shit on Yelp, you know, yeah. we're not giving him shit. You know, I'm kind of reading that verbatim. Maybe we should check the, the Yelp page later on, see if there's any new entries. Oh, okay. Maybe. Barat, did you hear the new Metallica song? Yeah, I did. What do you think? I... 
I thought it was okay. <laughs> you just okay? Yeah, just okay. Are you excited uh, about the new album? Sounds like Dan. Not that much. Not that. I see. I what what know. album are you excited for? Uh, Let me lower this. He's really pumped about. for the new Green Day. Rob really liked no this. Uh, I don't know actually. Um, what's coming out? Ah, the Pope Star EP is, is that already out? The Pope's what? The Pope? Has oh, the new uh, EP from Ghost. Oh, Ghost. Yes, that's out already. Uh, well, so yeah, I, I I like that I like that song that they released. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. I'm actually song. going for their show on eighth. Did you enjoy the show? Show on eighth. No, I'm going I'm going for it on the eighth of October. Oh, he's going on the eighth. Nice. Well, Rob, can I ask you a quick question? Let us know how that goes. Is that a birthmark on the back of your hand or like some chocolate? Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brad. Thank you. Should have gone with birthmark. Brad, is, is there anything else you uh, you wanted to bring up today? Yeah. So I tweeted a picture to Rob yesterday or day before. Did any of you see it? I think what? I saw it. What was the picture? You replied was, to him, didn't he you? He was the Baba from uh, from India. Yeah, the guy, the guy with the weird twisted balls. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. That you were so jealous of Rob. I was not jealous of that. I'm not into that. Yeah. I told you, light. But that guy looked Excuse like he was 75 years old. You've got a long way to go. You'll That's be true. into it then. That's a very good point. Who knows how into, how far into the CBT rabbit hole? Your I balls go. are going to be by your ankles then anyway. You might as yeah. well twist them up so you don't trip over. Yeah, them. it's true. Isn't that a Cannibal Corpse song, by the way? Weird twisted balls. <laughs> Probably sounds, sounds familiar. It's a B side. Uh, Barat, uh, have you experimented with any of that? I mean, isn't that a thing in your culture? What? <laughs> it's not part of my culture. He's laughing. He's laughing. It's just these, uh, these babas who like spend the most of their time in the Himalayas and do weird weed. They, they try to experiment with that kind of stuff. Barat, yeah. will you join yeah. me right now in a quick Baba Raba! Baba Raba! Baba Raba! That's so perfect. Nice. All right. Oh, thank you, Marat. Thank you for calling in, Marat. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, five you know, six two is furiously calling in. Wait, wait, wait. How do you? How can you tell the tone of a call before you? Because they it? keep trying to call. Oh, okay. Five six two. Very important. What is so important? Uh, hey guys, it's Mario. What's up, Mario? Oh, he probably wants to talk about uh, not fast and stuff. What was that? You want to talk about uh, not fast um, and stuff? Oh yes, yes. Um, so Ozfest was a very live cast day for me. Oh yeah, you I met Dudorino. El Dudorino. El what? Yeah. El Dudorino. That's how you said. Ronaldinho. He met Ronaldinho. No soccer references in this house. All right. So you met you met El Dudorino. What was he like in person? Uh, he's a little taller than I expected. He's like a uh, c- couple inches taller than me, I think. Uh, there was a photo we shared it on our live cast social media, yeah. facebook.com slash metal injection livecast or twitter.com slash MI livecast. And uh, was his voice as nasally in person? Oh. Did he look like he had <laughs> sop coming out of his nose, like boogers? <laughs> it, I wouldn't say it was as nasally as he sounds on, on uh, the phone. Oh, so it might be but... a phone issue. Maybe. I don't know. I just think nope. he might have done something just for that specific day. From your brief, his 
from your brief interaction with fellow metal injection live cast caller El Duderino, did you notice if he breathes from his mouth or from his nose? Did you pay attention to his breathing technique? I know it was a brief period. I didn't really pay attention because I was high as, like, all shit. He was too, probably, so. so. <laughs> um, did, uh, did uh, El Duderino give you any signs to hold up for... Uh disturbed no um we actually ended up losing each other before disturbed went on but it was a good thing for me because during disturbed i took a nap (laughs) like like literally took a nap yeah like i I laid down on the grass and i took a nap and then then you were revitalized for black sabbath (laughs) Sabbath. yes (laughs) how was how was sabbath they're pretty good. Uh, his voice is a little, little cracky here and there, but uh, I think he did pretty good. Yeah, was, um, it, was it a windy day? Maybe the wind was affecting his voice. It was a really windy day. I mm. would definitely say that. Mm, you got to think about those things. Um, yeah, there was a shit ton of, of dust and all this other crap just flying around everywhere. So it was like everyone with the bandanas on their face, like me. Yeah. I saw Leroy in, on the Facebook photo accused you of being Shlomo. How do, how do you respond to that? What? I Come. did not see this. However, now that I know that, I will say, fuck you, Leroy. <laughs> I, could, <laughs> I could never be as good as Shlomo. <laughs> Rest in peace, Shlomo. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, Deuterino. Uh, not Deuterino. Mario. Shlomo. Shlomo. Reno. Shlomo. All right. Well, I just want to play a few seconds of this uh, Metallica song. Stop making Mexican jokes, first of all. <laughs> I like. I actually like. I like this. Let's start it from the beginning. Significantly more than the first single, even. Let's hold on. Let me go back a little more. Lower. Lower. Thank you. Sid and Darren, did you guys have something to tell us? Lower. <laughs> I'll make something up if you turn this off. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't mind it. It's not. Uh, I don't know. Well, Rob, we'll give your impression first. Uh, well, I think it's a. It's a good riff. It's a catchy riff. Yeah, definitely catchy. And I like the hook. Uh, yeah. And uh, his vocals are pretty good. His vocals are great. That I'll get. Yeah. Him. It's fun. I'm into. I'm actually. Looking forward to hearing the new album, Hardwired. The one thing I don't like is that it doesn't... Uh, well, there's a few things I don't like, but and the lyrics seem... They, that was one always a strong point of Metallica on their holy trinity of albums that were great yeah. was, the, was the lyrics. And these just seem like kind of, okay, I have to say something over this riff. It's like from a Metallica song generator. That's yeah. exactly right. You just randomize yeah. a bunch of sentences and it's yeah. destroy, destroy this thing right here. <laughs> Do it with insanity. Yesterday. <laughs> Do you think bands these days consider, like, when they're writing their lyrics, do they consider, like, could this be used in a commercial? <laughs> do we have songs on this album that could be used in a commercial? I think some bands I think, so. think about it. I, I think feel like Metallica pro- might. I mean, I still hear I fuel know. in car commercials. Well, here, this yeah. part is definitely going to be... Take the night away! That part? Yeah, like... 
I think Metallica definitely used to do that. Like I disappear. I really like this riff. Oh, I disappear. Well, yeah, that was for specifically for uh, that shitty. But I mean that whole era of songs. You know that whole. They were trying to write songs. Uh, By the way, uh, we got it. You speaking of I disappear. We definitely have to play. There was recently a covers album that a Metal Hammer magazine did, and one of the and it's like bands covering late '90s songs, and one of the bands covered "I Disappear" for some reason. I don't know. So we'll play that in a minute. But right now, let's take a second to talk about FanDuel. Fantasy football fans, if you're only playing season-long fantasy football, you're missing out. Put your skills to the test this week for a chance to win cash in FanDuel's one-week fantasy football contest. Choose your contest, pick your team, and win. Contest for beginners or bigger tournaments for more experienced players like Sid. Leagues start at just $1, and setting a lineup is easy. Cash prizes paid out every single week. And this week, don't miss FanDuel's Sunday Million Tournament, paying out at least a million dollars in prizes. And for slightly lower stakes, you could go to FanDuel.com slash metal and you could play against me and likely beat me. This past week, I came in 217th out of 250 people in the league. Right, so you have like a 97% chance of finishing higher than Sid. Yeah, it's, come on, anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. I, uh... I keep picking the wrong things, but I keep using the same philosophies, and I'm just going to keep going on with it. That's the definition of insanity. Yeah. We'll we'll see we'll see if I could get 250 <laughs> out of 250. Oh, you're tr- oh, so wait, you're trying? No, to I'm not. But I'll, I would be proud if I could somehow do that without trying to. You know, we should ask Fanduel if they can make a prize for being the absolute worst <laughs> uh, player. At least refund me my money so I could do the same thing the next <laughs> week. <laughs> Makes it easier for everybody else. And uh, you know, if you think you know fantasy pr- football, this is how you prove it. Or how you disprove it if you're me. Um, you try FanDuel now and you get up to $50 in free entries. New users who deposit will get five free entries to NFL 50-50 beginner contests valued at up to $50. You'll get one free entry a week for five weeks. Values of the free entries are varied based on the deposited amount. Go to FanDuel.com, click the Join Now button, and use the promo code METAL. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com, promo code METAL. And it is void where prohibited. So let's say I'm brand new to this. How do I find Sid on there? You just look at the list of the people. It's not going to show you who I've picked until the games have started because you don't want people stealing your picks. Right. But then once the games have started, you just click on my entry. I'm, I believe I'm Silent Sid. Okay. Which is a username I've had since like high school. <laughs> I remember. Wasn't that... Where Where else is Silent Sid? I used to communicate with you. It was probably my AOL name. AIM. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. Because I, I was a big Clerks fan, so Silent Bob, Silent Sid. <laughs> and I still use that in rare oc- occasions like this. Hmm. So yeah, look for Silent Sid, and you could see uh, all the terrible players I picked who did nothing. Nice. And probably got injured. Wasn't that also your Yahoo name or something? Yes. Yeah. But that wasn't my choice. That Somebody created that for me when I first got into fantasy sports. Really? And because of, based on my AIM name. Oh, okay. And I just I never you. changed it. That makes sense. I was like... 2000. God, I've been doing that stuff a long wow. time. Mm-mm-mm. Old. <laughs> Sad. So half of our audience wasn't born when yeah. you started doing fantasy. They don't even know what AIM is. I think the first yeah, year right. I did fantasy football was Kurt Warner's rookie year. Oh, my Because somebody God. like picked him up like week two or week three and oh. won the league because of it. What is that, 99? Something like that. 2099, something like that. That's but nuts. A long ass time ago. Mm. <sighs> We're old. Yep. 
Yeah, I just re- that, that was a good point, Noah. That people don't know what AIM is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody knows what AOL AIM is. Instant Messenger. Yeah, when AOL was a thing. People even know what AOL is. America Online. I mean, AOL kind of sucked, but they did invent like instant messaging, like yeah. everything they that didn't it, invent it, they they like, popularized, yeah, it popularized it and streamlined it. It was yeah. pr- anything like on other platforms, it was kind of shitty. Yeah, and they made it good. I remember when the internet came on a disc, mm. or like AOL <laughs> was on a disc, and they would send you, "Oh, try AOL 1.0, and then mm-hmm. 2.0, 3.0." Rob, you ever come on a disc? <laughs> Close. Uh, they did invent the uh, buddy list, though, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that was an invention. So pretty good. Buddy. And now nobody buddy. knows them. So I can't find the entire I Disappear song, but there's a 30 disappeared. second snippet of it. What band I, is it? Uh, Stone Ghost is the name. What? That's not a real band name. What kind of the music do they play? I don't, I don't mean quality, I mean genre. <laughs> Let's see if they made this song work. It's hard to imagine. This is, I think, easily the worst Metallica song. And there's a lot of bad ones. It's worse than anything on St. Anger. Oh, is that it? That was the, just the sample. I'm trying to get the what? The, what kind of a shitty sample? Like, if you, <laughs> if you were trying to sample it, what, what would you get out of that? Uh, yeah, I don't know, but... You'd know that it wasn't like a bluegrass version. (laughs) You'd at least know that much. Like, I don't want these shitty bluegrass covers. All right. It's not one of those, right? Okay. It did give that away. And you know now it's not David D. Rainman. Yeah. Oh, that's Actually, no, you don't because there was barely any vocals in that, so it still might be. Uh, Wait, didn't he do another cover? Oh, he did some shit. Yes, there was a video. He did some, tried to sing some song and did it really badly. What was it? Hold on. I have the link here. It was just a disturbed song. He just did it really poorly. Uh, it was a song from that movie Ghost. What was it? Oh, oh Unchained yeah. Melody. Unchained yeah, yeah, yeah. Melody. There we go. By the oh, Righteous Brothers. Fuck's sake. Of all the songs that don't need to be covered. This was just during a sound check. So he's just... Oh, okay. This is him winging it, guys. Okay. Brace so yourself. Yeah, he can't say check one, two. I mean, what the fuck, big shot. You know he did this shit on purpose. All right, we're going to release the soundboards. People are going to see what an angelic voice I have. Sounds like uh, Elvis, Danzig, and a neutered cat all mixed together. It's karaoke night. That's all this is. (laughs) It's 100% what it is. (laughs) And everyone else is just like waiting for their turn. Everyone is gone. Everyone has left. They don't (laughs) want to hear this shit. All right. Brutal. I'm sorry, guys. Let's try to get Brian Hussein on. Is he a disturbed fan? Do we just highly offend him? No, he likes good metal. We could ask him. Uh, if you want to ask Brian Posehn a question, you can give us a call. We might pick up the phone and let you talk to Brian. The number to dial, 
888-253-2353. You can also Skype us, Metal Injection Livecast. And uh, calling Brian right now. I'm excited. Hopefully he'll pick up. Yes. <laughs> That's another story. Just the dialing process excites me. <laughs> you really have to dial Yes, yeah, I'm a dialing <laughs> enthusiast. I get anxious in the dial tone. I don't like it. Glad to be on the air with Brian Hello. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Hey, it's Rob on the Metal Injection Livecaster on the air with us. Already? Okay, cool. Uh, so hey. I'm here. We also have Noah. Hi, Brian. Sid. Hello. And Darren. Hey. It's me. It's a party. Hi, everyone. I want to thank you for taking some time to talk to us. You have a brand yeah, new Thanks album. Thanks for sending me a text and reminding me. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Yay, it worked. <laughs> that worked out awesome. Were you, were you napping or something? No, no. Super on metal. I was picking up my dog at the groomer. Aww. <laughs> nice. But you gave your dog a mohawk, yeah. though, right? Oh, yeah. She's super metal. Nice. So. <laughs> Your new album, your new comedy album just came out, Criminally Posein, available everywhere, and there's an Audible exclusive version with a little uh, bonus track. And I love the artwork, a little tribute to Quiet Riot. Yes, of course. And I love how you, you always include a little metal, like your, 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 you have your Posein logo, which kind of uh, influenced by the pentagram font. And cr- criminally, yeah, is like yeah. yeah I always try to, even when there's not jokes on the record. And this time, I didn't have, uh, you know, the two albums that I did for Relapse. Um, I did metal songs on them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time, I've been working on my version of Chinese Democracy for like uh, <laughs> three and a half years now with Scott Ian and uh, Brendan Small. We're doing an all metal comedy record, so you know, even though the stand-up record doesn't have any metal on it, it felt like. Uh, the cover uh, made sense and, you know, fit the wordplay. And, and uh, this guy, Phil Noto, is a, a pal of mine, and uh, he does great, like, uh, comic book covers generally, but uh, it's the second time I've had him do art for me, and it's uh, it always turns out amazing. That's cool. And you, you briefly just mentioned that you're working on a metal band with Brendan Small and Scott Ian and then you've been kind of working on this for a few years forever because we're all busy guys so it's uh we've got eight songs um and they're all recorded but they're just at different stages uh and hopefully we'll uh, finish soon and uh, get it out will there be a tour with the album you know it would be really hard to do with our schedules but Scott and I have talked about doing um because I'm doing a book this year too, and it's, I'm doing it with the same um, uh, publishing company that did his book and has done like Stan Hopes and uh, Stan Hopes, the only comic so far, but then has done like Corey Taylor and other metal oh, people uh, and Rex Brown. So Capo. I'm doing a book with them, and, um, and Scott and I had talked about one, and he's doing a second book that. Um, you know, he did a book tour before, so that we've talked about doing a possibility of a, he and I doing a book tour, and then if we did that, we talked about doing acoustic versions of the songs that he and I have <laughs> together. But um, cool. as far as getting like a full band, I did that at the Golden Gods, and um, there is a reason that I tell fart and wiener jokes uh, <laughs> because uh, that is what I am better at. Um, 
being a front man of a band is uh, like the timing really threw me off. Like in the recording studio, I can just, you know, overdub myself and go back and fix things. And, but standing in front of people doing that was terrifying. And we totally botched it the first time through and had to do it again. And luckily the crowd was patient and cool, but, uh, um, that was one of those things I, I kind of never, ever want to do that again. <laughs> so you're saying you feel more comfortable up on stage doing stand-up than even attempting oh, to scream. That's- yeah, and even doing songs that I wrote, I just, uh, it's one thing performing them and then making funny videos, which I love doing, and that is something I will do on this next record. I hope to have, like, maybe three or four videos um, of the songs I've written, but... Uh, as far as performing them live uh, with a full band, no. I would do it with Scott and, like, you know, with the, with the pretension of, uh, hey, this is going to be awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> get ready. It's funny that you say that because I always think that, like, comedians are way braver than musicians because, like, musicians have, like, a whole band. So if one guy fucks up, the other guy can kind of pick up for him. But, like, as a comedian, you're out there on stage just, like, fully exposed. Well, yeah, that's true, but we're doing what we're used to doing. You know, I've been doing, uh, comedy doesn't scare me because I've been doing it more than half my life now. But the the other thing is uh, something that I always found intimidating. And I feel like <laughs> I don't really have any natural singing skills when I'm, when I'm doing those songs, like Not One Numbers and the other one, you know. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. Well, besides not having any natural singing skill, you and, Excuse me. You and Noah have another thing in common. Oh? What's that? <laughs> Both of you gave up weed. Or, I don't know, Brian, are you still on your... Are you still not smoking yeah, pot? As far as you know. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, uh, I came back, yeah. Oh, thank oh, God. Okay. I, I, I said that I've paused my smoking... Is that how you also thought of it when you stopped? Yeah, I took a break is what I said. And I took a two-year break, and I did it on the day, actually. I, uh, but when I came back, I wasn't smoking very hard at first. And then I you know, got back into the old habits of uh, every day, but then I've cut back since. Well, what was it's the... not like that now. But uh, that was the big thing was just to kind of prove that I could stop. Mm. And, uh wow. I didn't want to be the high dad all the time now. And <laughs> I didn't want to be that guy. Did you? Uh, I've, I've known those guys, and they're cool guys. They, they're okay. But I didn't want to be that guy. Um, so I stopped smoking in April, and I just find it really great that, like, all of the short-term stuff that I thought I lost is coming back in my, like, recollection as, like, long-term memories. So I didn't really forget Oh, right. It. Which I think right, is, right, right. is great, and uh, it's it's making me uh, feel really good about smoking weed again when I'm ready. <laughs> right? Did you get vivid dreams and or anything like that? Um, I have been having vivid dreams lately. She has dreams after she watches uh, vivid videos. That's a general. <laughs> That's, a That's a totally different thing. <laughs> Probably a better thing. Right. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, you know. So do you kind of, is there like a room that you go to that's your smoking room that you keep it away from the kids now? Do you yeah, outside. Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> that's a good room. <laughs> and, and so you do it out of a pipe. What's your preferred smoking apparatus? Uh, you know, I've tried the newfangled ways and, you know, and kids and, 
uh, come to people come to my shows and, you know, bring shattered and stuff like that. And, you know, the new stuff. And, uh, I don't, I don't love that. I don't love the wax or the oils or the, uh, you know, I, part of, part of what I like about smoking is the ritual. And I know it's probably super lousy for my lungs and I have used vaporizers, that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, I still like paper and pipes. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. the same way. I really, I really enjoy grinding up the weed. Like the whole process of it is so, is so yeah. part of it. You know, I, I grew up with Cheech and Chong, and like seeing like uh, Kids Alive too, and the, all the people like holding joints, and the, uh, <laughs> they look like the coolest people alive. You know, and the, and in you know when you open up Kids Alive too inside. Uh, and there's all, it's just a, a kiss audience, but there's a bunch of dudes like shirtless holding joints and stuff. And that looked like the coolest thing as a kid. That's, that's a what kind of it. drew me to weed. And that's what I still like about it. Not I, I like to keep my shirt on when I'm high. But, uh, <laughs> I was about to say no the headline needs, of this interview. No was... one needs to be standing around shirtless. Even I'm losing weight, but still no one needs yeah. to see my, uh, my old. 50-year-old pot tits hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Not to make this whole uh, interview about weed, but I'm just kind of curious, like, when did you start smoking? Do you remember, like, your first time? Oh, yeah. So, didn't really, I wasn't a smoker in high school. Um, uh, knew those kids, but uh, was was a drinker my senior year, but, uh, like, a nutbird, but uh, <laughs> got into some trouble, but... Didn't really smoke till probably 2021, and it was um, a dude I was working with at Tower Records who uh, did it right. Like the you know I'd I'd had it you know I'd had dabbled with it over the years, or dabbled you know, and, uh, but it never stuck till this guy was my roommate. Mm. Uh, you know, just knew how to roll and knew how to make, you know made it cool and would actually. Like we'd listen to Cheech and Chong and stuff like that, and just made it a ritual and made it, you know. Yeah, it's part of the fun. Have you thought about yep. um, how you're going to have the conversation with your with your kids about weed? Oh God, no! I'm dreading that, <laughs> and I'm sure it's close. Years? He's he's seven, and you know that stuff happens <laughs> sooner and sooner each year now. So, um, <laughs> probably ten year olds at his school are smoking weed all the time. I don't know. But uh, yeah, at, at some point I'm going to I'm going to have to, and I can't be hypocritical about it. So, um, well, do you want him not to smoke weed? Well, not at ten. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I agree. It should be. A I would bit. like for his brain to form like mine yeah. did. You know, I, I feel like uh, I feel like waiting till you know I wouldn't. Say, he doesn't have to wait till twenty or twenty one, but uh, I don't know. Wait a while. It's going to be, it's, I, I hate that you asked me this because I haven't totally figured it out yet. <laughs> we're helping you. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to put you on the right path. Like I, I, I'm with you. I feel like uh, people's brains have to form before they uh, attempt to kill off any brain cells in there. I think I was guilty of that. I think that's why. Yeah, I feel like the kids I know that started so early, like, um, you know, had trouble, you know, with it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. But well, drinking, too. You know, drinking's not good probably for a 17-year-old brain. You know how Noah just I said... I did a shit ton of that, so... <laughs> but Noah said that she stopped smoking, and you started when you were an adult, and you got... Yeah, so basi- you basically got your whole memory back. I started when I was like 14 or 15, or maybe even earlier than that, and just, I think that's why I never got my long-term or short-term memory fully back, so I advise against that myself. Nice. Uh, so y'all tell him. Yeah. <laughs> now, Brian, you know what I love is that you are a true metalhead. 
You, you follow the music. You follow the scene. And I'm curious, as a longtime metal fan, what do you think about this uh, new Metallica material, these two new songs they just put out? Oh, man. Um, <coughs> excuse me. The first one I've I've listened to more. Uh, the second song, the one that came out, was it yesterday? Yeah. Um, yeah. I only watched the video. Uh, I didn't get all the way through it, but I really dug uh, what I heard actually. And uh, um, I know some people were complaining about the lyrics, uh, especially on that first song. I haven't heard a, a ton of people online, but I also don't. I try not to let. Uh, what other Metallica fans think of Metallica, like um, color what I think of Metallica. You know what I mean? Like Metallica is one of those bands that like, and I've talked about it before, you know, uh, uh, more metal than you was actually about uh, that song. I wrote was actually about a a Metallica fan I met in 1984. Like when uh, I think right. They had, they had signed to Electra, right. And reissued kill them all. And then I don't even think Ride the Lightning was out yet. Is that I don't know if my math Sounds is right on the years, but at any rate, this kid already thought they sold out. And <laughs> you know, there's in nineteen eighty three, nineteen eighty four, summer of eighty four, whatever it was, he thought Metallica sold out and didn't like Metallica anymore. So there's always gonna be those guys. I always just try to you know, I used to like I didn't like load or I didn't like reload or, or uh Saint Anger, but on my own because I just didn't like them and not right. because of everybody else. But I'm, uh, I kind of like how thrashy, uh, the first song was. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. And I, I liked how short and, uh, the, the lyrics weren't, you know, it's not rush. It's not Getty Lee. Or, or, you know, it's not, uh, it's not Neil right now. Uh, the lyrics, it, it is what it is. Uh, so like to call it dumb, it's kind of like, well, I don't know. <laughs> was he ever a genius? <laughs> so let's be honest. So uh, I, I didn't think, you know, the kind of the, how simple the lyrics are. I, that doesn't bother me, bother me with that right song. On. I like them. And what what else? Have you been listening to any other newish stuff? Lately? It's funny. That, well, I was thinking about this because I knew you guys would bring it up that uh, my favorite stuff of the last year is mostly the bands that I've listened to for 30 years. Uh, I love the last Anthrax record and uh, I like the last death angel and I'm stoked on what I've heard of Testament. And, um, I like the last, uh, Sousa Exodus record from last year and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But as far as newer bands, um, I dig havoc a lot. Uh, and you know, I like a lot of, um, I don't know which stuff is Swedish and which stuff is Norwegian, but uh, I like some of that. Uh, All that European I like uh, Graveyard and Witchcraft. And oh, yeah. A couple of those bands that are kind of doing, uh, you know, uh, early 70s kind of Sabbath production. I like that stuff. Yeah, I, li- uh, I like this whole like 70s stoner rock kind yeah. of revival that's happening right now. I'm really yeah, I like well. a lot of it. And I, I've, you know, I've been friends with those band or with that band Red Fang, and I, I really dig them. It's, uh, yeah. It makes it easy to be a fan of theirs. Uh, uh, and what I've heard in the new record is really strong, too. So They're really good, and it's really impressive how they manage to continually make truly funny videos. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, they're funny guys. Yeah, these yeah. are videos you can show I people. I got to be in one of their videos, so it was, uh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and, and 
you know, you could show those videos to a comedy fan and they'll appreciate it. And, and right, it's a way sure. to get people into the music. And I think that's very important and something a lot of bands kind of don't think about. And, and they're really doing it very well. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, another band I dig, Huntress, I think Huntress is putting out cool visuals, too, uh, because uh, they, they're such horror fans. I st- uh, the stuff that they've done is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jill Janis is a witch. Yeah, yeah, I love cool. Jill. Jill did a song on my uh, on my record. We did a song together called Goblin Love, and it's uh, <laughs> probably the dumbest, heaviest thing you're ever going to hear in your life. Like, <laughs> the song is super black metal. Uh, uh, Brendan Small did the the leads, and it's just insane. Um, but it's about two goblins falling in love, <laughs> and it's. Is it a dirty? I'm guessing it's a dirty album. One of the dumbest, one of the dumbest things I've ever written. (laughs) And Jill Jill Janis came in and crushed it. Yeah, she's amazing. She has an incredible voice, and like she just like completely transforms as a performer, which I really Uh, like about her. So I wrote I wrote this thing, and then I did a Goblin voice uh, on the scratch track (laughs) of of my of my side, and then uh, I wrote all these lyrics for her, and you know. Mm And uh, she came in and did her goblin, and she outgoblined me. <laughs> I, had to, I had to step up my goblin game. I had to redo my vocals because she just made me sound like a joke. <laughs> so I had to re go in and make it sound more evil and just really, uh, you know, goblin it up. <laughs> As one does. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, you know, speaking of horror, you're also a, a big horror fan. Have there, have there been any recent horror movies that you've seen that uh, you like to recommend to fans? of? Yeah, of I mean, probably the same stuff you guys have watched of the, of the last couple of or the last year and a half. My favorite is like Bone Tomahawk and uh, Green Room and... Um, I didn't see the one that's out right now that sounds good. Uh, uh, the, um, the the blind guy fighting off the three oh, people. In don't the house, breathe. But. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah. If you like, it sounds uh, awesome. Yeah, just like so real, it's re- they embrace schlock in that movie. It's like really just a seventies kind of pulp B movie, but done with like modern production values and stuff. It's really oh, really great. Good. Fantastic. I'm all over that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can't wait for that. Um, the Invitation. Did you guys see The Invitation? I didn't. No. Did not see that. No. Not straight horror, I guess, but uh, kind of a, a thriller, twisty thing. Uh, it was it the same people that did uh, Your Next? Oh. I think it might have been the same, but uh, that's great. The Invitation was really cool. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Green Room, I dug. I mean, I'm a metal guy, but I also grew up in the punk scene. So, uh, you know, all my friends when I was a kid and all the guys I worked with at record stores are either punk guys or metal guys. Mm -hmm. Seeing that kind of scene (laughs) represented, I knew some some skins, too, uh, when I was a kid. And uh, they're, you know, kind of a sketchy people and see them represented that way. It was... uh, (laughs) It was a cool twist. I, I thought it was a cool uh, take on horror, you know, or that yeah. situation at least. Yeah, uh, I've heard nothing but great things about Green Room. I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but it's always uh, cool when uh, people incorporate those kind of themes fr- from these subgenres, but then they also do it properly. 
Yeah, and you know when you, whenever you get because so many people get metal. Uh, did you guys see Ghostbusters? I did. Yeah. And not a horror film, of course, but no. metal was covered in it. And <laughs> you know, I had friends who aren't metal fans saying to me, "Like, dude, what do you think of that Aussie scene?" And I'm like, "It's embarrassing." It was, like, yeah. It felt like people uh, had never been to a metal concert in their lives, like, and then they they try to put it on screen what metal is like, and that's no one ever gets it right. Well, I felt like that was sort of the theme of the whole movie. It was like people who d- didn't love Ghostbusters making a Ghostbusters movie. It's really the kind of the same thing. And I love, I really like all those actresses. I, and I just right. felt like the the people. But you mean the, the script film. felt cynical? Like there was no love of it? You know, 100%. kind of like that Batman versus Superman, where clearly Zack Snyder doesn't care about either one of those characters. So oh my god! A hot, why should comparison. be? You know, that movie. That movie can be summarized in one word, Martha. <laughs> yeah, here's what happens in the I, real world. Oh, oh, you, you, why'd you say Martha? Oh, my mother's name. Oh, mine too. Well, still going to fucking kill you now. <laughs> like, uh, people, I I saw it in Australia, and the people sitting behind me in the theater was like a fancy like date theater where you get food too you know and uh, they bring uh, there's table service before the movie starts uh-huh. and uh and then so I, I was like if i'm gonna watch this i'm gonna have a nice meal and uh then the movie's total two and a half hours almost three hours of garbage <laughs> and i was shaking my head so hard that the people behind me i know they thought i was stroking out or seizure because i was a they were worried about it. They had to be because I was just constantly just going, fuck, really? Fuck, really? Just shaking my head at every every turn. Was the food good at least? Well, the food was delicious, okay. but it was gone before yeah. the worst like Luther ever came on screen. Mm. That kid, I like that Jesse Eisenberg yeah. kid, but oh my God. Wrong for that. Like, also, just that whole role was so weird because it was... Basically, you kind of had to have seen the Facebook movie to kind of understand what they were right. doing. It's like they were kind of doing... Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it was very meta, and I don't know. But also what I found... I'm sorry, Sid. What I found myself feeling in, when I, whenever he was on screen, everything he was saying was kind of right. Like, you know, he's supposed to be this unsympathetic, asshole, psychotic character, and all his concerns are pretty much legitimate. Like Superman is an alien. They don't. Know, they only. Have, they don't have like ninety years of Superman comics to relate to. Like they don't know he can destroy the world if he wants to. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, you could sit there and stop and think about like every scene and be like, "Wait, right? This re- this yeah. is so it's a mark of a bad. How movie. did nobody? <laughs> where was the script supervisor? But uh, anyway, Brian, thank you so much oh, for taking. Oh, sorry. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, let you go, because I'm sure there's a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I could talk about how shitty that movie is now. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for letting me uh, and, and your listeners off the hook, too. Yeah, uh, you're going to be doing a bunch of tour dates, I see. You're going to be in Buffalo this weekend, uh, in St. Louis on October 13th and 14th uh, and 15th, yep. and then in Portland. yeah. And then I'm recording a new special in Portland so um, for uh, next year. So I already, I just had a special this one, this one come out, obviously, and then I'm yeah. uh, already recording the next one. I've written a ton of material this year, so uh, just kind of stoked to be out there and doing this new stuff. Is it all the pot? Can your creativity yeah, just flow? That's so great that there's so much. Material. No, you know, it's uh, it's it's just a crazy year. 
and so I had a lot of I had a lot of things happen that uh, fueled my material. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, October twenty second at Revolution Hall in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to play a clip. We have I have your new album, Criminally Posane. It's out now. Is there a particular track that you're fond of that you'd like our listeners to take a listen to? Hmm. Yeah. What is, what's the one called? Um, the, it's probably the closing track about my son. Aw. So would it be balls or outro? <laughs> oh, I think it's balls. Okay. <laughs> I, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> All right, um, we're gonna we're gonna let you Thank go. You guys. Thank you. Yeah, so I don't much. even know what the wow. <laughs> that means, but we'll, we'll let it go. Oh, well, probably best. Not. I don't want to get it, but uh, I've just discussed on the sh- well. We'll no, save that conversation for another day. No, I think he deserves to know, Noah. <laughs> I'm fond of a little ball stretching. He's talked about ball stretching on the show. Okay. <laughs> now yeah. that you know that. Yeah. Thank you. For- I don't need to stretch mine. <laughs> <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> All right, Brian, thank you so much. Have, have a great night. Yep. Thanks, you guys. Bye. All right. Thank you. All right, here is the track. Balls. <laughs> of the new Brian Posehn album, Criminally Posehn. So balls are disgusting. Um, <laughs> I think balls are gross. I mentioned them earlier. My balls are terrifying to look at. But I think all balls are nasty. Like if you look at a little boy's balls, (laughs) ask him first and don't get weird on me. I have a little boy. No, no, I know. It's got weird. He's my son. I realize it's super important to make that distinction when you look like me. You can not run around with a face like this attached to your body yelling, I have a little boy. People get super questioning and arresty and shit. I do. He's my son. My wife and I made him from our parts. He's six years old. He just turned six. Yeah. Come on. He's awesome. We made it to six. Like, if you're a parent, you know that's like a big accomplishment. Like, we didn't kill him. He made it to six. Because that first year, especially that first year when you have that baby, every time you hold that baby, you're like, oh, my God, don't fucking die. Oh, my God, don't die. When I set you down, don't die. Don't die while I feed you. While mommy's at work, don't die. That's probably most important. Like, if we're going to make one big rule, don't die on my shift. How about that? That worked out. He made it to six. And he's, a, oh, I love him, man. He's a badass. And he's, a, he's fucking hilarious. And he's nude all the time. Yeah, he's like living with a little crazy nudist. Naked dude most of the time. Just running around, dong out. The only reason my son wears clothes is it's required by law when you bring a child to California Pizza Kitchen that they cover their nuts. If he could be balls out at the fucking CPK, he would. I know that about him. I get it, I would too. Nude all the time. He teabagged me. Yeah. 
and not the political way. <laughs> in case there's old people in there. No, no, he balls in mouth. He teabagged me. Yeah. Oh, you thought it was the other kind of teabagging? No. Balls in mouth. The worst way to wake up, by the way. Yeah, and I've woken up some shitty, shitty ways. In my 49 years of waking up every goddamn day. I grew up in California like a lot of you. I've woken up to earthquakes. Fucking terrifying. You grab your weed and you run out of the house. When I was 17, my mom kicked me out of the house because I was a dick. She was right, I was a giant dick. Moved in with my German grandfather in Sacramento. He was a bigger dick than me. That's where I inherited my dickishness. While I lived with my grandfather, he had one simple request, and that was this, that I get a job while I lived with him. Not an unreasonable request by any stretch, but the way he went about it was super uncool. He would wake me if I slept past 9.30, he would wake me by pouring water on my face. One morning, I missed the first wake-up call, slept through it. Now it's 10.05, my grandfather has dragged a hose into the house. Swear to God, turns the hose on me. I wake up thinking the world was ending and had to clean up the fucking mess my grandfather made. Still not as bad as having five-year-old balls dragged across your sleeping mouth. My son teabagged me, you guys. I cannot put too fine a point on this. And it's not like he knew what he was doing. It wasn't out of maliciousness at all. He was five at the time. He'd never played Halo, you know what I mean? He'd never been on Xbox Live at two in the morning going, fuck you, noob. <laughs> but it was like he knew what to do. And the true story is, this is what really happened. He was just trying to climb over me so he could wake up my wife, swear to God, so they could wish me a happy Father's Day. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're right. Worst Father's Day ever, by the way. Because when you wake up with your little boy's balls in your mouth, that day does not suddenly turn awesome. That day is ruined. A Guitar Center gift certificate and fucking Happy Face Dada pancakes are not going to turn that shit around. That day is a botch in D&D terms. He'll be like 25 and I'll be like, thanks for ruining Father's Day, dick. He'll be like, I don't remember. I'll be like, I fucking do. But he's my best friend. You know, I don't mean to be corny, but it's true. And if my best friend from college had put his balls in my mouth, I wouldn't be here. I'd still be in San Quentin for biting off my best friend's balls with my fucking mouth. Yes. But since my current best friend came from these balls, it's adorable. This is Aaron Sheik. And you listen to the middle extension, middle section, whatever you want to call you, and have a good day. Thank you, Sheiky baby. Yeah. I miss the Sheik. Rest in peace. Miss him? What do you mean you miss him? I mean, he used to make appearances on the show all the time, and now yeah. he's uh, not coming well, back. Well, here's your opportunity to talk about him. Dick. 
<laughs> oh, did you call me a grasshopper dick? Speaking no. of grasshopper dick, Uh-oh. Tim Lombizas. Oh, God. Oh God. Let's talk about him for a quick moment. Yeah. A grasshopper dick and like two ample breasts. What? Talk about oh, it, Noah. You're, you're, you've been following this story. Noah has a Google alert for man breasts. So <laughs> she knows man all boots. about it. Tim Lombizas is, uh, is suing these two prisons for not for giving him... Tim Lambesis was on steroids. Right. Okay? We should recap who this yes. asshole is. Tim Lambesis, uh, singer of Azalea Dying, he was on. He admitted to being on steroids, and he said because he was on steroids, he's he tried in to, prison. Tried to use that as a defense for why he tried to get his wife killed. Uh, he said it was the steroids <laughs> that did it. Uh, and he tried to get his wife killed and get custody of his kids. Uh, he never made it that far because the cop, one, a cop pretended to, to be a hitman. Hit a, a cop pretended to be a hitman, and then met with Tim Lambesis, and that's when he got arrested. Now he's serving six years in prison. So he was on steroids actively, and I guess he had to cycle off. Yeah, with and, another drug. Yes, and the prisons that he was in were not giving him this drug. And now, because of that, he's uh, uh, developed uh, what's the what's the medical term? Gyno bitch tits. Yeah. Gynoglastia. What is it? Gynocomastia. Gynocomastia. Yes. Yeah. That's what yes. the rock had. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's really? what it, that's what it's just an excess of fat in your pectoral tissues. Right. And so uh, these medicines are supposed to like kind of push that fat out. <laughs> it's not out. like a health issue, right? It, well, it's just physical. It just it's a, a bit, yeah. Issue. He has bitch tits. So who cares? Why he's like, would, well, want it. it's cosmetic. It's okay, yeah. Here, here's the. He's in. He's going to be in jail. He so, have, so I'm just saying this lawsuit has to be thrown out. Well, it, it, part, what, of it what, was. part of it was okay. thrown out, but and also just the way he describes himself. Yes, that's that's what really, really. <laughs> he, he really thinks very highly of himself. Go ahead, Noah. Read it, excellent. Okay, so uh, and. Like, is this really in the lawsuit? This is directly from the document, the court document. My very fears evinced themselves upon my physique in the oh. first pal- pal- palpable formings of painfully sensitive breast enlargement. Okay, Roger's thesaurus. Clearly his lawyer wrote this. <laughs> yeah, so he yeah. Didn't write this. It sounds like he wrote it. It sounds very, like, pseudo-intellectual. Can we compare it's it to a- some As I Lay Die lyrics just oh. to see if there's you any common thread? Sure. It actually sounds a little bit like... Um, like a porno Mad Libs. Such chronic anxiety <laughs> caused me to compulsively rub and scratch myself excessively <laughs> and upon unusual places of my person. It's uh, Penthouse Forum. Uh, <laughs> Dear Penthouse Forum, I had itches on my person. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. On or about July 10th, I noticed my breast seized enlargening, having attained gynomastic... M- Maturation that have, is fully formed male mammaries. Having a taint? <laughs> male mammaries. <laughs> Thanks for the mammaries. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, okay. Without further recourse, knowing the situation hopeless, I could not help but test the painful sensitivity of my fully formed breasts uh, with hardened, hurtful nipples. Uh, oh, I examined. That's I examined my body compulsively, <laughs> frantically. <laughs> this is good. Yeah, don't stop. Um, okay, wait. I'm looking for this one part. When I read it, I was like, holy moly. Um, <laughs> wait, can, how, what were you like? 
Holy moly. Well, here, 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 this part is like, as I am a stage performer by profession, much of my act is based upon the visual stimulus of audience perception, i.e. as a frontman of a leading... Of leading rock stardom, my continued success is contingent upon my projecting a favorable physical image. Dude, yeah, not- you're, you're in prison for conspiracy to commit murder. Now, what the fuck are now, you talking about? Now, with the advent of these unsightly breasts, unsightly, my music career shall, shall undoubtedly suffer monetarily. Oh, I don't know. This is great publicity. In, except that he's in jail. Yeah, that that whole result band left him and started another career. band. He doesn't want to get titty fucked in prison that's what he's really worried about worst of all is the anxiety and depression I experience just knowing feeling seeing the protuberances that are my male breasts I, I slowly became a woman over these past few months you know fuck him good for him <laughs> then, then he goes, seriously I, honestly when and, I saw this I thought this was like an onion article Yes, right? It seemed and then, like, like a joke. Later on, he complains how, like, the breasts get in the way of his guitar playing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and it's like, you know, <laughs> I thought he was just a vocalist. What about broads that play the guitar? There was yeah. Exactly. Noah, Thank do, you very much. do your breasts get in the way of your guitar well, her, playing? Her yes. tits aren't as big as Tim Lambeez's. <laughs> oh. They're much smaller. Even yeah. my song. No, that wasn't singer. an insult to Noah. Double singer. I'm just I'm, saying Tim Lambeez's has giant tits. Even my songwriting has been adversely affected as my guitar brushes against my oh, sensitive for, breasts. You're making oh, this up. You are making this up. No. Thus disrupting my very <laughs> concentration, ceasing valuable production. I've, I've, I feel like this is like, a, have you ever seen like, wasn't this in the Howard Stern movie? Uh, the woman with very, very sensitive breasts that she gets orgasms oh, just from he, nipple yeah, playing. Hey, uh, he, once a month, women's breasts like are very, very sensitive right before their periods. Much so to my to our world. much to my chagrin, I found that <laughs> rehearsal time is scarce now that I am uh, menstruating once a month. <laughs> You just did a little hormonal imbalance there for Tim Lombezi. He sounds Yay. like a, a, a chambermaid writing a missive in 1879. <laughs> it's just like... It's like from the Civil War documentary. <laughs> I do declare. <laughs> He's a captured prisoner writing to his bride. Once I come home with my breasts, my newly formed breasts from Chattanooga... <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Rob, we really you really need to find a way to get a jailhouse interview with this guy and oh then we can just gosh. keep asking him about his boobs not, until he hangs up on us. Can we tr- can we try to schedule an interview with him on the show? Like have him no. call us from jail. He's not gonna- tell him that we're working on a podcast like Serial. Lord have mercy, I can't play my guitar with these petticoats <laughs> wedging up my backside. <laughs> <laughs> Did he, like, is there photographic evidence of his boobs? No, no. Doesn't there, he have to it, submit that as evidence? His titty? Well, his his man? Twitter. Titties? Yeah. Maybe yeah. I have to do a Freedom of Information Act request. Maybe he should do, do a, a MeUndies ad with uh, for, like, a, <laughs> some kind of undershirt. Or a bra. Yeah. Do they have bras at MeUndies? A man's ear. <laughs> Bro! <laughs> 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 <clears throat> oh. Old Tim. Tim Lamb boobies. How long? How much longer is he in jail? Do we know when he's supposed to get out? Probably like a year, right? Oh, it's already know. been five years, and he's serving six. Uh, let's see. Oh, wow. So. Probably three. Guy, he's, he's metal it's musician. Been two years. Uh, it's been about two years now. 
So if he's a, if he has a six year sentence, he might be eligible after three years. He might be out after next year, something like that. Not too long after. Mm-hmm. Uh, area code eight one four. Are you Tim Lambizas? Hey, what's up? What's up? Uh, not much. Just wondering what you guys talk about. How's your tits? He's calling to find out what we're talking about. You could just listen. We're talking about Tim Lambesis's boobs. I'm at, I'm at work right now, so I'm break. Well, we'll just What's recap. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. What's your name? Uh, Devin from uh, Pennsylvania. Hello, Devin from Pennsylvania. We had Brian Posehn on earlier. It was very fun. I recommend going back and listening. And then oh, yeah? Now we're to, yeah. For yeah, real. for I'm real. A, I'm a Brian Posehn fan. Level. Well, then you'll enjoy the interview. And uh, we're uh, talking about Tim Lumbezas. I don't know if you heard, but he's got some man boobs. Breast- boobs. Breasts. Oh, some uh, chesticles? Yeah. Chesticles. He took Correct. some steroids, and now he's like a broad. No, you know he doesn't take steroids. And now, whoa, he oh. got a little estrogen. Got a little couple of titties, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not for nothing. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm motivated. I'd like to interview him on his thoughts on season three of Transparent. <laughs> I think he's caught up yet, Sid Rob. Just, Sid just got through it, so he's very fantastic. anxious to talk to somebody. I mean, I mean he it. can relate at least a little bit. I mean, it's forced. He's not trans. It's forced trans, but it's trans nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> it's like forced by. Yeah. Which he's probably also had in prison. He's now, someone said, That's was that forced you? gay. Was that, uh, <laughs> was that you that was asking that uh, if it's a, a detriment or a positive yeah, in prison yeah, yeah. to have breasts? And I think it's absolutely a detriment because it brings all the attention. Yeah. 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 But yeah. then when you're by yourself, you could sort of close your eyes and pretend it's a woman's oh, But boobs? also, I, don't know. <laughs> I think if he's complaining about having very sensitive uh, nipples, like that hardened, hardened, hardened sensitive nipples... <laughs> Uh, if he were to be raped, it would be so uncomfortable. It'd be like, right. have you ever had nipple chafing? You well, know, who's oh. to say that the person's going to be grabbing that. on the titties while raping Tim? Wow, well, if you're in jail and you finally got some titties, you gotta, in front you gotta, of you. gotta grab something. Come on, maybe it's just hold like c- grasping the under teat and Sid, not the nipple. I mean, so those guys haven't touched Rob. the breasts in, in the, probably a long time. That's it, the yeah. first thing it, they're going to reach. If for. you hadn't seen tits in like six and a half years, yeah. and then they're suddenly in front of you, covered in hair, you don't care if they're attached to Tim Lambesis. <laughs> It's a difference. His Smug face is, is covered by the pillow anyway. Yeah. This is in the shower. Who's bringing a pillow into the shower? But to oh. answer, the, answer the question. <laughs> a long night ahead of him. <laughs> I don't think... Uh, I think it depends it's on not, your... Look, it's not right to joke about rape, okay? Yeah. Rape is not right. Uh, yeah, it's we, okay to joke people. about it. <laughs> it's okay to joke about it. We're not condoning rape. Yeah, we, we don't, don't condone rape. The rape, the victim is not the butt of the we joke. Don't, we don't... Well, Dim Lambizas is... Ooh. Yeah, but he's a criminal that like kind of, you know... Yeah, but he doesn't deserve to be raped. No. Oh, I don't say he deserves to be raped, but it can be funny. Yeah, he, does he deserves true. to be deserve. ridiculed, not raped. Ridiculed. True, correct. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> he I'm on the, to be uh, the point I was trying to get at is if you want to have sex in jail, then the tits are probably a, a, a good thing. A bonus. Yeah, but if, they give if you leverage. They'll attract me. But if you don't want to have sex, then you're probably a bad thing. Lumbesis probably thinks he's a top, but then slowly he's realizing... He's enjoying mm-hmm. being a bottom. I think he's not, he, in his mind, he's neither a top nor a bottom. <laughs> he's like a heterosexual male. Mm-hmm. But, With uh, a great rack. Yeah, listen. Maybe who was he was that, into pegging. Did you know that there was a uh, a poker player who lost a bet and he had to get breast implants? He was on the oh, man yeah, show the man back show. in the day. I didn't I know that. This. Yeah, okay. it was really I only knew weird. it through poker. I remember videos. because I was like, 
I need to see his breasts. <laughs> how are they? That's, gonna, a drop. That's a drop. I understand what he's saying. Like I how, did want to see. Like what if it you're gonna like. have this guy on the show, but, like they censored and his them, claim right? to fame is that he has yeah. breasts. You want to see that? Well, no. he showed them. He showed no, no, no. He did show them, and they just put stickers yeah. over his nipples, which is so it's a guy. It's so yeah. weird. No, but, but they showed them breasts. He had a hairy chest. Yeah. It was a hairy male <laughs> chest with breasts. He showed them in some other platform, like where it wasn't censored. And it's on oh. YouTube or something. Okay, but it's that uh, he didn't have oh, hair. No, I think he I might saw have it. shaved for the occasion. for the man show. I vividly remember it was a hairy. Tr- <laughs> that was the first time I realized <laughs> I like hairy titties. No, no. <laughs> I think I saw them uncensored on the Neil Alpert show. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> come here, baby, show me those kids. <laughs> or WTF wrestling? Oh my god! So that's what we were talking about, Devin. Yeah. Just to let you know. There you go. I, that, I can understand that uh, as someone who has man boobs, it can be a real hassle. Are you, you a know? heavy uh, guy or are you a thin man with man boobs? I'm just a man with man boobs. Oh wow! How'd that happen? Any like a physical condition, uh, drugs? Well, uh, just laying around, uh, fatty foods. Oh, I see. So you like Had kind a of a, lifestyle? You're like a skinny fat guy. No, no, I'm not skinny whatsoever. Oh, I, I'm just that's what I was asking. God how bless. much do you weigh? What are you rocking? Uh, 275. And how, how tall, tall are you? Oh. How tall are you? Uh, 6'3". Oh, that's not bad. What are you rocking? I'm like 6'5", and I'm like 300. I'm overweight, oh. though. So, <laughs> we, so you would say that your lifestyle determines your, your breast slight- style. <laughs> <laughs> You're slightly overweight. I could lose that. Hit Do you think you could take Rob in a fight? <laughs> Sumo match. Do you Sumo. think you could take well, Rob in a fight? Sumo. I can't hear you. That's for the best. Yeah. Do you think you could take <laughs> Rob in a fight? No, I don't think so. I, I won't lie to Rob. He makes me laugh too much at work. That, that's not really the he's question, just, but all right. He's saying he doesn't want to fight Rabba. He's oh, being submissive. Nice. He's exposing his soft underbelly to you. <laughs> what if what if Rob threw down the gauntlet and said, I will not do a show again unless you can beat me in a one-on-one <laughs> match this Monday night? Oh, then in that case, he's got to go down. Okay. <laughs> so who would win? Uh, I'd, I'd put a bet on me, I think. I wrestled for three years. Oh, there you oh go. well, Rob. I've watched wrestling, wrestling my whole life. Years. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, but I actually wrestled. Yeah, but I've watched wrestling. That's a good point. <laughs> no, would you really. now, Would you take on Sid and Rob together, or would you go one on one? I think that would be more of a disadvantage for me. But good, good, good <laughs> Sid good is question. like dead weight. Would you go? Would you go in a tag team match, or would you go one on one? I'd go tag team match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Darren's so disappointed right now. He thought he had you. Oh, well. But uh, I got to go, guys. Oh, all right. Oh, you were going you. anyway. You didn't just participate in the one. Sorry. One. It's not the same. Uh, one. Not the same. It's time to make America one again. One America. Rat face piece of shit. <laughs> With tits, big titties. No, 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 Rudy. Oh. Oh, what a piece of I'm shit. I meant to call it. He was in the Titty front row boy. at the debate yesterday. Looking Being like a piece a fucking, of shit. Like that goblin Brian Posehn was talking about. Oh. Noah, did you watch the debates? Yeah. I watched uh, some of it. I haven't seen one second of footage from that. I mean, Goodbye. honestly, I'm very surprised that you didn't watch it. I was working last night. 
Oh, okay. And then I didn't have the... Uh, it just depresses me too much to, to see the two of them yelling at each other. She didn't really yell. She didn't yell. She kept I, did, I don't mean even... That's just a figure speech. I just mean the two he of them... He did a lot of yelling. The it's two of them yapping at each uh, other. It was uh, It was definitely a little... Uh, got me a little anxious, just him yelling. Just the fact that I know that one of these two people is going to be the president is depressing. Yeah, I agree with you. So I don't... I, but if I happened to be home, I probably would have watched it. I'm, I'm, However, I, like, the, the way Hillary handled herself from the parts that I did see, I thought, you know, like, I, it, it made me say, okay, I guess I'll vote for you. I, I feel the sa- same <laughs> way. I feel like, you know, I'm a little sour on Hillary. I was rooting for Bernie. Yeah. And I still wish Bernie would have won. But now that we're down to these two options. Well, see, that's the thing. I feel like there's been other times when the person like that I feel would be better is eliminated in the primary. But mm-hmm. then the alternative option is not so miserable. And I could get behind them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, well, and that's well, not the case here. Well, I'm kind of starting to feel that way. Like that's, I'm, fair. I, that's fine. I'm not necessarily. It's not like a strong endorsement. But I'm like, no. We'll be good. We'll be all right. I don't know about all right. We'd definitely be better off with her than Trump. I mean, that's yeah. a given. Yeah. But uh, all right is another. Also, um, was phenomenal. I have wait. Just quick question, Darren. Were you not watching the debate? Horsecock Express wants to know. Three uh, <laughs> D. Were you watching Raw? No, I wasn't home. Oh right. I was so out working. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sorry, Horsecock Express. So, I mean, like I knew after the debate. You know, like I knew how I felt. I knew what I thought. And I was very curious what, like, people who support Trump, like, how are they? The exact Wait, opposite. Yeah. Trump. Trump won. Well, for me, it, it was so obvious, so, like, without question, that Hillary Clinton won, like, objectively speaking, purely on, like, not picking side, even though I obviously I have a bias. She, had she won. She fully formed ideas. She had ideas. Like she and- kept her cool. He was not answering questions. So it was great to see, like, I went to Alex Jones's Twitter Mm -hmm. and his coverage of the debates is like, black uh, helicopters. No, Hillary Clinton admits she's going to take your guns away. Like, 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 uh, well, he was talking all the terrorists who listen to his show. Hillary denies election fraud, but wants to federalize elections. And then like uh, Trump outs Hillary as the original birther, you know, like all these like, really? Uh, well, I don't think Hillary was the original birther, but that did kind of generate from her supporters is where that where that entered the uh, the narrative of the media. Uh, People, I think it's very it's very convenient to breathe. I don't no no. I think what's bullshit is to say that she was behind it. Yeah. I don't think she certainly didn't uh stamp it out either until after Obama was nominated, but I feel like I, to say that she was behind it is 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 sketchy. okay, and even that's the thing. Like this was like maybe a two month thing. He stretched this out for fucking eight years or whatever right. for his entire. Right. Uh, well, so all the all the Republicans did, except yeah. for McCain, is the only one who came forward and said, "Like, look, the guy was born in the United States. Let's fucking stop." And probably only because he was not born in the United States, so he doesn't want anybody really talking about Obama. Uh, anyway, so it was just amazing, and then seeing like Trump being like Trump won is the number one trend on Twitter. Yeah, which initially all of those tweets came from Russian bots, uh-huh. and then it's just <laughs> once once it starts trending, people you know, do it. people tweet about the fact that it's trending, yeah. thus ballooning the trend. Like right. people are like Trump won is number one. That's ridiculous, <laughs> but that's contributing yeah, to the trend. The trend. Yeah. yeah. 
So it, it's all bullshit. And then like him tweeting these screenshots of all these online polls that he won again, half of which weren't even on like real. Like he said, he won some CBS poll, which CBS then came out. I was like, yeah, we oh, didn't have any. He polls. said that, but no, no. there was <laughs> a tweet. There was just a tweet of screenshots of polls that he won. But these are polls that anybody can vote in. Yeah. So again, you can hire companies, and now this sounds paranoid, but this exists, and people do this in the sure. entertainment industry of like hiring accounts to go and vote the way you want it mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. So it's not it's not like it was a unbiased vote where each person got one vote and it was like a genuine vote. It's just these bullshit online polls that anyone can rig. Yeah. That don't mean mm-hmm. anything. Yep. But that's all he cares about. But anyway, we don't need to get into a whole I uh, just like Joe Mandy comedian Joe Mandy last night. I guess Alex Jones's Alex Jones's Twitter account had a poll about who won the debate. Uh-huh. So Joe Mandy retweeted and was like, "All right, everybody, vote for Hillary Clinton. Let's ruin Alex Jones's night." <laughs> so Hillary Clinton ended up winning the Alex Jones's poll. Of who won the <laughs> oh, debate. fantastic! Well, that's that's exactly what I mean. So the other side yeah. of it is like all of these Donald yeah, Trump graders. Yeah, it's all bullshit. But anyone with a brain knows that already. Just goes to show they'll rig anything. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing, though, is that I don't know what it was. Trump didn't blow his nose or what. But the guy. Coke. W- the guy had Seriously. massive Coke nose. Really? And the whole night I was just joking like, oh, I really hope that they uh, do a super cut of all the sniffles. And here it is. It's so uncomfortable. This is like, did you ever see that movie Trespass with Nicolas Cage? There's like a couple of scenes in that movie, like after he's been punched in the face or something, and he keeps, you guys, you want the money? And he's just sniffling, it's like a whole impassioned speech, but every two words he's like... Area code five six two. Are you Donald Trump's ear, throat, and nose doctor? Hey, how's it going? It's El Dudorino. Hey, just talking to Mario. But yeah, I have to say, uh, what was really egregious that Trump did was he accused Hillary of pushing that kid off the stage in Prague. That was. You're right. There's documented proof that didn't. There's no limit. He won't go. But yeah, I want. But yeah, I wanted to call in and tell a couple stories about Ozfest. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Um, so as you can see, uh, I made some signs specifically for the event. Uh, some uh, fun little jabs at a good old buddy David D. Rainman. But unfortunately, I wasn't. Are you able running to get right now? Why are you breathing so heavily? That's the Donald Trump. Coco. I don't know why. Okay, go ahead. So you made the signs. Anyways. Sorry, don't mean <laughs> so it. So I wanted to bring the signs in. I took pictures of them in the parking lot. And while I was taking pictures, I could hear this rumbling behind me. I assumed it was just a car. But as soon as I was done taking the pictures, this fat nerd just pushes his way through, who looked like an unemployed Bruce Valange. <laughs> but anyways, uh, he stomped on my poster and ripped it up. I'm all like, what the hell are oh. you doing? And he turned around, and he had, like, it must have been a 5XL Disturb shirt. And he's all like, how many times has he got to apologize? He said several times on Facebook, he's sorry about it. Wow. You want the Jamie Jossa podcast? How much does he need to apologize? And I'm all like, 
you know what? Just because he's out of this festival doesn't mean I have to respect him or anything. What are you talking about? He makes all this extra time to come out and entertain you, show some respect. I'm like, fuck you. Oh, he just job. destroyed my sign. It's like the tea party of David Drainman. Yes, what, what was your sign again? Just for people who uh, don't like us on Facebook or on Twitter, which shame on you. It said, yes, David D. Rainman, I am on my phone. <laughs> and on the other side, I linked it to the Sound of Drainman uh, parody that you guys did, in case anyone who saw that. But now, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Sorry? Would you, were you planning mm. on holding the sign up with one hand and having your phone in the other hand? Or how are you going to actually fulfill the sign? No, I would have had question. someone taking a picture for me with the sign. But then you weren't actually on your phone. Yeah. So the sign is a lie. No, the sign's there. I just took it in the parking lot because there was no one around to take it with me. No. And then as soon as I was done, the fat... Yeah. No, you don't up. understand. I'm saying... <laughs> Once Disturbed started playing and you bust out the sign so hopefully he sees it. Like, let's say the sign didn't get ruined. Oh, um, I don't know. I'd just probably walk around and see if anyone else thought the sign was funny. I'm sure he wouldn't have seen it being how far away I was. But, But I mean, I showed Mario and he thought the sign was pretty funny. Dude, (laughs) your sign says... You're going to be on your cell phone, right? Were you on your cell phone during Hold the Hold on. Term? So if you you need both hands to hold the sign, how the fuck are you on your cell phone? The sign is a lie. Hands free. Do you understand was, this cat 22? There was 22? a tie that went around my neck. I could have hung it around my neck if I wanted to. There you go. He had ear That was the in. question. Thank you. Jeez. Rob, you're like. Sorry, I didn't understand like, the question. Right you're like here. Alex Jones here. <laughs> Well, we need to get to the bottom of what's going on with this sign. How are you on the phone geez. if you're holding a sign with two hands? The video evidence clearly shows you're holding the sign with two hands. Are you an alien? Control. Do you have three arms? It's a possibility. Well, I would have well, hold it with one sign, phone in the other hand, and then someone could have taken my picture and then sent it to me. Fine. I'm going with anyway, alien. <laughs> anyways, I didn't get to bring the sign in anyways, but there was a lot more ridiculous stuff happening there. You um, say anyways a not- lot. That's what aliens do. <laughs> 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 yes, aliens try to get back to the story. Anyways starts with A. Aliens starts with A. Just saying. Uh, oh. Rest in peace, uh, Dusa. Rest in peace. We did lose him. Uh, wow. He'll call back. I want to hear what else happened. I was just being funny there. We'll get to the bottom of it. And uh, we actually also have another guest, which uh, we'll get on the air momentarily. Isn't that what um, what uh, Tim Lambesis did in prison? <laughs> what did he do? Get to the bottom of it? I want to quickly mention... As I mentioned before, please like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast, yeah, Twitter at MI Livecast. Also, please give us a nice review on iTunes. If you download our podcast in the it podcast app, it really does help us. Please give us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. Mm. Buy a shirt. Yeah. Buy lots of shirts. Yeah. The holidays are coming. Yeah. That's right. Go to metalinjection.net slash Livecast. Hit the merch button. Get a shirt with my face on it. You can get a shirt with Darren's face on it. We're my whole body, actually. Mm-hmm. Your it's face. True. It's true. 
Uh, we're working on uh, getting a, a, a Noah-themed shirt up. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? And uh, actually, we need, if there's any artists out there that want a free shirt for their designs. I have a great idea for a Sid shirt. I won't give it away on the air, but I'll tell mm. you. Hit us I'll up. I'll tell Ooh, you when we're off. Hate mail at metalinjection.net. Dudrina, we'll get back to you in a few minutes, but uh, we want to get a special guest on the line. Uh, we I, I got an email uh, a few weeks ago or, two, or a week ago. It's a surprise uh, guest. From uh, a young gentleman named Isaac, I believe, mm-hmm. and who said he was the child of uh, Doyle from the Misfits and uh, Gorgeous George, and he has a, he has a new band, and, and we'll talk about that. Let's get him on the line. Maybe. He doesn't look like a child. He looks like an adult. Did you send him a text, the Brian Fossein method? <laughs> hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Yes. All right. There's a bit of a, a echo. You might want to lower lower uh, the uh, microphone. Yeah. yeah now, okay. That's good. Lower the speaker volume. What so, about now? So now there's three of you. I, I I only thought that there would be one person on this interview. Yeah, I got the whole band here with me, man. Oh, cool. What's up, Rob? This is Isaac from Sleaze. and uh, I got my guitar player here and the whole band, man. So. Uh, right on. Now, Isaac. So, yes, sir. You said your father is Doyle. Yes, that's right, man. Now, do you have proof of this? Have you guys uh, uh, went, went to get a DNA test or something like that? <laughs> we need no, to see your know. birth certificate. <laughs> we need birth. We need proof. We're talking about Obama here. No, no. Give me the fact. Well, yeah, my, my mom was Gorgeous George uh, from WCW, mm-hmm. and they uh, got together back in. Oh, uh, shit. It had been, I don't know what year it was, but... Take yeah, your no, birth year and subtract nine months. <laughs> yeah, so... But, um... Yeah, no, it's it's totally right. And I just actually ran into them all uh, at Riot Fest out in Chicago recently. So. You saw the Misfits reunion at, at Riot yes, Fest. Yes, sir. Yep. How I was ran, ran into John 5 as well. How is it seeing the Misfits? How is it seeing uh, that stuff? It was incredible, man. I mean, you know, Doyle, he's uh he's been waiting for this moment for a long time and you know, he got he got his wish and I'm nothing but proud, you know. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Now, have you ever hit the gym with your dad? Have I ever what? Hit, hit the, the gym? Yeah, the man works out. Yeah, uh, no. I I uh I mean, he he showed me a couple things, you know, and but no, I can't hit those weights like him. So, so now, now, what did he impart uh, what did he impart to you about the the music business? Why did you want to start a band? Well, when I was ever since I could remember, I mean, he he would just you know he'd always be uh, practicing his guitar and stuff, and he taught me a little bit of like the power chords and just the basics and stuff. And um, I started a band when I was young, and like my first band, and I was doing keyboards and shit in it. And later on, I was just like you know. Um, I got into high school. That's when I found some some guys, and um, so that's yeah. Just you know, it's just it's been there since I could remember. So I just wanted to uh, have that same vibe, you know, and and, and find you know, just do shows and stuff. And the band is called Sleaze. Yes, sir. S L E E Z E. Yeah. And uh, are you guys dirty? Do you guys not, not shower? No man, it's uh basically basically the name is uh what our town is. I mean, we're from Rockford, Illinois, and it's uh, a f- sleazy fucking hole in the ground. Do you go and to a lot of Ice Hogs games? 
Ice hogs. Yeah, I've been to a couple, man, but, you know. We have a longtime friend of the show that his wife is from Rockford, Illinois, so we know all the little tidbits. We're all about Rockford. Rockford. You've got a Taco Bell there. We know that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They just put a Portillo's in. Ooh. ooh, I don't even know what that is. What's a Portillo's? It's a Chicago thing, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a hot dog um, Italian beef place. I think there's one in Brooklyn. Really? I think so. Huh. Uh, where the Ralph Avenue field trip. Now, uh, we're on your Facebook page, and here we see the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Yes. My my mom, uh, she's been going to uh, – well, she was just out in uh, Pennsylvania doing a Comic-Con out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she meets these she meets these people. I'm like, hey, you know, get a picture with them, talk to them, and get a picture with the band and shit. And so yeah, that's how we. Uh, your mom's helping you out with some promo. Yeah, totally. Now well, I want to ask you: how Your mom also uh, has a history with uh, the late great Matra Man Randy Savage. Did you ever get that's to meet correct. him? Yeah, when I was that was when I was uh, before she met Doyle, and they were boyfriend and girlfriend. She was like his eye candy on. Uh, you know, she he would take him. She, I mean, he would take her out and put her like. She was like a stage girl, you know. Mm-hmm. And they were dating for a little bit, and it didn't. You know, one day, uh, WCW had the Misfits come in. If you guys remember that, I do. And and so yeah, she met him um, during that time, oh, that's and it just that's how they uh, fell in love, and you know, did their thing. Wow. Wasn't Gorgeous George in that clip of Randy Savage when uh, the corpsing? Yeah, Son for the Man. Yeah. So let's talk about this band. What do you guys sound like? We're going to play a track from your band. We're going to do a little. Well, we got like a mix of. uh, It's like. Yeah, we really don't know. I mean. You don't know what it sounds like? That's not. That's bad marketing. It's like old classic stuff with some 90s thrash metal grungy shit. I don't know. It's it's sleazy, man. It's rock and roll. Have you guys been drinking? No. It looks like you guys are in a man cave. Oh, can you actually see? Yeah. Yes, we can see. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, we're, we're in the band room. Dick's so, in. Yeah. Oh, can you guys play something? <laughs> we just have a live track. acoustic uh, yeah. set or something? It's a little unplugged. Yeah. I don't know how it sounds, though, over this Skype call. Well, you don't know how your recorded track sounds either. <laughs> so. Well, we got a bunch of music on our reverb and... Um, we're going to be going back on the road in the summer, hopefully. We just did our, our first national, um, what was it, L- uh, last year sometime. And we did a little mini tour with Doyle and um, Alex Story. So how come, you chose, how come you chose to go the path of music and not wrestling? Um, well, I don't know. I just, I loved, uh, I loved writing music and performing it live and, so I've been doing this for seven years now with this lineup, and okay. yeah. And you never you know, know what the future holds. You might start with music and end up uh, in wrestling. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Nah, I'll just stick with the music. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're gonna play. We're gonna play some sleaze right now. Cool. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. I'm gonna have to uh, disconnect with you to play the song though. Yeah. But uh, where right. where could people uh, check out your music if they like it? Appreciate. it. Thank you, Metal Injection. Hey, we're gonna. Where can they check okay. it out? Oh. <laughs> uh, right. Facebook.com oh, yeah, well, slash Sleaze Official. S-L-E-E-Z-E Official. You guys got to work on your marketing. Here's Soul Drip. That was adorable. <laughs>
Star, Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, by the way. You're listening to the Metal Injection Livecast. You got that right. Metal Injection Livecast. And, folks, you know this is a sovereign offer. That's right, it is. Thank you, Jim Ross. That's awesome. We got all the stars Our here. Our friend JR. All the wrestling stars. Yeah. And uh, thank you to Isaac and uh, his band Sleaze. I'm digging that track. I didn't hear much. Digging the Sleazy five of it. Well, at least you're honest. You're no, we, I, it's not nothing. Guy, we got into a conversation, and I didn't hear it. It wasn't like, oh, this sucks. I'm not listening to it. Maybe you and Sydney just start paying attention to the show. I did pay attention to him talking on the show. <laughs> Remember, I mentioned the Ice Hawks. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I believe uh, I might have one voicemail. How many? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. What? Nope. This is the voicemail that you're hearing now. Nope. Nope. No, no voicemails. Oh, oh well. well. Fuck you guys. Sid just showed us a, a, a tweet about some jerk-off at Yankee Stadium <laughs> proposing to his wife. His wife? Oh, his fiance, uh, yeah. I should say. And then I guess I, he's if just... I wish I had said fiance to prevent one more. <laughs> Speaking of uh, that, actually, a couple of days ago, uh, I had to clean something up in the apartment. Uh, and so I went to get the Clorox wipes. My wife asked me to wife. clean it up. And I was like, I'm going to go get my wipes. Yeah. And she was not entertained You were so at proud all. of you. Good for I Amy. I was so <laughs> excited. I, I actually did it like three times that day just because of how funny I thought it was. And, and he she texted just, me. He was yeah, very proud. She was not into one it. One point for Amy on that one. <laughs> um, I, what I was going to say is that the, the, he goes to propose and drops the ring. Yeah. <laughs> he can't find it. That was probably covered day. in like piss and spit, <laughs> peanut shells, sweat dripping off a forty-two-year-old woman's Paul O'Neill <laughs> beer-stained jersey. It's not the heat. It was, he it hair. on the on the jumbotron. <clears throat> I guess, yeah. I, I, why else would you do it there? He looks uh, so sad. It's good. Fun. It's Fuck amazing. him. Probably good. Right. He should have done that. His team's about to get eliminated from the playoff hunt too. Just so. look at his face. Oh, sad Yankee fan. That's terrible. That's awful. He looks like a dumb kid. Anyway, he's too young to be married. I mean, what tipped you off? The Yankees jersey? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's good stuff. Uh, We actually do have a voice. Oh! You lied to me. Hey, what's up? It's Jason from South Carolina. Uh, First time, long time. The first episode I remember listening to was probably the... First episode with Trope Guy. And that gives you any indication of how long I've been listening to this show. Trope Guy. I just wanted to call in and let you know that uh, if you look at that Corey Feldman album, yeah. there's a track on the album featuring Brett Durst. Oh. And I don't want to spoil any of it for you, but it, uh, it's a thing. <laughs> it's definitely a thing. All right. Let's check it out. Damn. I'm curious. Check it out right I now. just want to know why uh, Jason knew that. Well, we we tipped him off to the Corey Feldman, so he probably he probably just, liked it so much he was singing yeah. it all week like I was, and uh, he went and he well, looked at the album. He might Did be want to go for it. He might be a big Corey Feldman fan and just never doesn't like Fred Durst, but knows that we rag on him. Well, also, uh, so this is a two disc album. Angelic. <laughs> oh, what? How does he have two discs worth of material? It's <laughs> it's Angelic to the core, number two, oh. and then it's the first album. I guess it's called Angelic <laughs> Funkadelic, and then the second album is Angelic Rockadelic. Ah, I thought you were going to say the first one is Angelic One the Core. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the Fred Durst. What's it called? 
Seamless. Are you sponsored by the fucking app? What is this? Talentless. It's about them ordering food. Skip to the next track. It's called Delivery.com. <laughs> Grubhub. <laughs> A quality, uh, a quality company like FanDuel would never sponsor something. Like nope. This. You just fast forward it. Better than what he played on his station. I can't tell. Is it Fred Dursing or? Yeah, I was about to say. It sounds like, like the band at least. Like, vocal. Their vocals are seamless. See how that works? It's seamless because you can't tell which one is which. How does this happen? Like, does he just go, hey, Fred Durst? No, no, but I mean, like, how does Fred Durst agree to do this? Cocaine. You think? It's like a whole different song now. I mean, it would take a lot of cocaine to get me to agree to appear on this, and I don't think any amount would work. You're not strung out on it. That's true. But But Fred Durst can afford his own cocaine, can he? Check one, yo. Gonna turn it up, gonna break it down, gonna twist it up, gonna move it around. She got the sex, we know it's next. Gonna wake up play and make another round. Oh my god. Clearly, what happened was they were partying one night, and Corey Feldman just like snuck him into a studio without Fred Durst realizing. And Fred Durst was so fucked up, he just put him in front of a microphone. He's like, yeah. alright, whatever, I'll say some lines. Freestyle. I'll yeah. do some lines and then I'll say yeah. some lines. And then they put the music on top of it afterwards. Fred Durst doesn't even know this is out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do things my way. <laughs> Don nuts. Is that you, Jack? No sense. Okay. Okay. I'm over it. I was already feeling nauseous before the show. I don't need to feel nauseous. Why? What's wrong? I think I ate um, food that was in the refrigerator for too long. What was it? It was uh, pasta with pesto sauce. Oh, pesto sauce is already iffy Like when you first eat it. Yeah. yeah. I, I like just... it, but it, yeah, definitely. Oh, I like it too. It was but... from Saturday. Oh, that's not that um, long. Yeah. Saturday's not that bad. I don't know. I don't feel so good. So... Have you had the, the wet shits? Uh, no, but Bruno did, actually. I was oh, going to ask buddy. you, how was his poop this afternoon you when you poop. walked him? Oh, he did it? Was your shit green by any chance? Because pesto sauce? Well, I, I didn't shit this yet, because oh, okay. I ate it, like, right before the show. It was, like, it's very garlicky. And I had green shit the other day. Was it, what, what did you Kale? eat? Uh, nothing green. It was just, uh, actually, I asked my uh, wife to come in and, uh, like, look in the bowl. Oh, no. Because I was. That's love. What? Wow. Did she? Yeah. Well, first, because I've done she that. She held her nose. Well, what? I've done that before, like, oh, look at this shit I just took. Like, not a medical <laughs> issue. She goes, no, get the fuck out of here. Like, she'll, but then I, so she did that again. She's like, no, come on. Fuck you. Like you, you were so impressed with your yes shit that you were like I need to show my wife. You never did that because that's no anybody like a I big log. Separated. You know, I have. I I See? never I never like I I I I say things about it, but I never like say it with the expectation that she'll go look. Well, I didn't think she'd go look, mm-hmm. but I I wanted her to look. She was. She I took a picture saw, of it before. She I saw the glimmer in your eyes, and she said, "I have to do it for him." It was like a big like looping spiral that all mm-hmm. broke off in one piece. You know. 
<laughs> That's something like, wow. I would be proud of. Yeah, this is like it was it. thick and very healthy looking. Was the top part sticking out of the water? No, oh. it was all submerged. Um, What's the Loch Ness monster situation? So then, this time I I just took a shit and it was all green, a greenish brown, I should say. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What is that?" She says, "I saw." So I said, "Come in here, look at this." She goes, "No, fuck you," you know. And I said, no, 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 I'm not like showing it because I want you to look at my shit. I mean, like, I really feel like I hope I'm not sick, you know? Yeah. She's like, All right. So she walks in, you know, she's like, takes a look in the bowl and then she runs out and Googles it for me. And she's like, oh, like <laughs> when you have it? when you have green shit, uh, it means that you, something caused you to shit this out before it was fully digested. Huh. Oh. So like part like your shit changes colors while it's inside of you and it becomes brown. After the full digestive process. It was process. up to uh, Roy G. Yeah, Roy goes through the colors. <laughs> no, I think because it makes sense because like, I feel like it, it, the shit forming process is like it takes the nutrients out mm-hmm. and then it's left you're left with this brown like dead material. So probably the green is like some organic mm-hmm. matter that didn't. I only get- ever get green shits when I have a Slurpee. Oh, so like the dye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I've gotten that. I've-, this- I've gotten green shits like. You know, when I've had like a serious Eastern European meal, oh, yeah. usually, yeah. Is it from, but is that from the color of or the food? Also the or Indian, no, 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 just from whatever, as you mentioned. I had blue poop from blueberry cereal. Yeah, yeah. That's, I've had yeah. stuff like that where like the dye of the food gets in it. Yeah. Yeah, I had like a borscht one day and my poop was red. Then. Whenever I eat something like that that's like tinged red and then the red poop comes out, terrifying. I freak out. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's scary because yeah. it's like you don't know if your butt's bleeding or what. I always think there's bloody stool uh, mm-hmm. in the bowl. That was a band, by the way. Bloody stool? Bloody yeah. Stool. Real. The bloody stools. <laughs> I'd prefer just bloody stool to the bloody stools. I, I think, well, you know, it's right? a play on words. <laughs> yeah. Because what is the metal band? One's a punk band. Fair oh, enough. is that really? We're both? I didn't know that. No, one sounds like a metal oh, band. One sounds like a punk band. Yeah. They're touring with the sleaze. <laughs> it's just sleaze. Oh, no, they're sorry. above the sleaze. Wow, that show went pretty fast. Um, yeah. So, just real quick, because we made it to the end of the show, I didn't want to say it. Oh no! But uh, before you guys came here, I did a little repair work. Little, I was a handyman. Mm -hmm. There was like a part of our ceiling that was cracking. Oh shit! Oh wow! (laughs) And it just like kept like cracking. I think it's like right over your head. It's right over Darren's head. Thanks for telling me. So it was like almost ready to fall off. So I climbed up the ladder and I said, "Okay, I might as well." take it off and I started peeling it and it just ripped more of the ceiling oh, off no. so I'm like wait a minute maybe I should do the opposite I have some crazy glue What's maybe I'll, I'll, I'll try to crazy glue fold it got bugs in the fucking table. are, are, are you gonna it? get the landlord to come and so I took crazy glue and I glued it and it stayed so but I'm very proud of myself you should still have someone come and deal with that yeah Why? that's a quick fix you don't wanna yeah you pay rent you know you don't wanna yeah, yeah this is for them to do it's only gonna get worse yeah, and also that's how bugs come in. Yeah. They live in the walls, and then when you have a crack, they they come no, through. No, but the like cracks. what's on the uh, like on the other side of that is like wood. It's like yeah. a wooden panel. Yeah, but yeah. there's like five feet of nothing, and that separates the apartments, and the roaches live in there. 
like foundational That'd stuff. And I mean, also, you don't. There's nothing up. You the the roof is upstairs, so yeah. if it cracks through, you just it's gonna be, and it rains. Yeah, but it's just true. the paint from the ceiling that was that was peeling open. Yeah, oh, now. But even you, still, you should have them come and fix it. Yeah, let them look at what the fuck you paying them. But for. I did fix it. It's crazy glued. It's fine. <sighs> All right. Why are you so against having someone look at this thing? Because then you got to let somebody in. you got to be home. Oh, my God. You're home? Extreme sloth. Well. Laziness. No, we're at work. Can you come and deal with it, Sid? You're home right now. Yeah. Cool Tell them to come on the weekend. Fuck right. out of here. Fix your Okay, own well, shit. anyway, it was a quick <laughs> fix. It's going to fall on Lola. You're going to have one less dog all of a sudden. <laughs> Sound like my friend says so. Noah's expression did not change at all once I presented that scenario. <laughs> no. Well, the truth is we have the dog bed. Usually it's where Darren sits. Noah, why do you hate Lola so it. much? What, is the, what did Lola ever do to you? I don't you? hate she Lola. bite you? I don't hate Lola. I don't hate any dog. She's Chinese? Look at the lack of eye contact right now, Darren. Uh-huh. She's looking away from you. Man. Now she's looking at you, but yeah. she's not saying anything. What are you trying to achieve right now? Comedy. <laughs> Keep trying. Thank you. But seriously, though, get that fixed. Okay. All right. I don't want plaster falling on Darren's head during. Yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't even want it either. That's why I crazy glued the ceiling. No, you're sitting here if that shit starts falling. <laughs> Fucking plaster head. Oh, man. I just looked up the comments of that Tim Lambesis thread. Titty oh jokes. God, the first horrendous. one is so good. As I lactating. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very, very good. Any other ones? Uh, Tim Lamboobies. Uh, I bet he's popular. The most popular girl in the yard. Someone done get titty fucked. <laughs> there was milkshake one, brings all the boys to the yard. There was one that was something along the lines of, now that he uh, stopped believing in Christ, he got arrested and grew a pair of boobs. Maybe he should have kept believing or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's why D. Gordon hit a homer, too. Yeah. Oh, we didn't uh, read the, the line, the mental anguish of my Greek god-likened physique. What? Locked in a paradox of medically predisposed possibilities. Oh, shut up. God. This can't be. He should him. be in prison just for writing like that. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't. He's, I guess this guy read like the full letter, which is. Man, that's just so pretentious. That's like a David Drainman song. Oh, wait. We also didn't read. On July 11th, I enjoyed visitation with GBDF Dr. John Sarah. Sarah was the professional to my patient. Oh, wait. Is he talking about himself? Yes. Sarah expressly appreciated my gynomastic constitution, noted and treated the rectal tag I had developed. Oh, he had a skin tag on his butthole. What the fuck is that? Isn't that like a hemorrhoid? Isn't that what a hemorrhoid is? A skin tag? Well, a rectal tag? How do you tell the difference? Isn't a hemorrhoid like a little protrusion of skin in the butthole? Sort is of? it? I don't know exactly what it is, to be honest Rob, with you. Rob, Google it. I'm too scared. Get Tim pieces on the phone. I know it's something that sticks in your ass. Rectal tag. He only has one phone call a day. Rob, you already have that bookmark. <laughs> I like on. that he opened don't the pretend. private search for that. <laughs> I don't want Google tracking my He's rectal tag. He's searching for people's privates, so of course. <laughs> what does beyonddisease.com say? <laughs> Tim Lim butthole. <laughs> <laughs> WebMD. Anal skin tags uh. are commonly... And usually harmless growths that hang off the skin outside the anus. 
They could be mistaken for warts or piles or like dingleberry. Don't talk too hard. Do they happen uh, <laughs> after you've had a lot of un, uh, uh, unwilling anal sex in yeah, prison? Probably. <laughs> yeah, what's the cause? Does it say it's just a... Also, Brian Posade, if you're still listening and your kid tells you he's playing rectal tag at school, <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. Not it. <laughs> I guess it would be running around trying to. Oh, there's a people. photo. Oh. It's gross. I don't want to see. Is it a man's butthole or a woman's butthole? Can you tell? It's an indiscriminate butthole. No. It's an indiscriminate butthole. That's a good band name. That's we more like a title. Are a discriminate butthole. It's like an album title. More. <laughs> okay. We should works. tell Sleaze to change their name. I feel like that's <laughs> way more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> sleaze. S- sleaze is not very SEO. It sounds like But sleaze. it's misspelled, right? Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's smarter. Nah, I don't know. That may intersect with people spelling it wrong. Probably. Maybe that's what they're hoping for. That's true, too. I guess if you if you have a good band, you don't want to, yeah. like, you, don't, you want good SEO. Yeah. A good band name would be, like, Amazon, but without the O. Yeah. Something like that. Just hope people misspell, yes. like going to one of the most popular websites and find you instead. And like, oh, okay, I'll check this out. Staples. Yeah. <laughs> like just Office be, mix. Yeah. <laughs> just be willing to ship a printer once in a while, yeah. and it's fine. That works. How you All doing, right. Rob? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm ready for my, my din-din. And Chinese food. Mm-hmm. You want the rest of my pasta? <laughs> no. In my own past. Work on that rectal tag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel bad for the doctor who had to remove it. Well, I did he like say he removed it? Uh, n- noted and treated the rectal tag. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Uh. Because the way that they uh, get rid of skin tags, they have to, like, uh, first of all... Burn it off? It's not... It's kind of like a burning, but like they they put anesthesia in it, and then they slice it and burn it. You know what? Honestly, for what he's going to be going through, a little anesthetic in the butthole is probably a good idea. <laughs> he's like, could you leave some of that for later, Doc? Now that's a death metal band name, anesthetic in the butthole. Sure. <laughs> and also some oil for my nipples. My areolas are a bit tender. <laughs> my hardened nipples. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well then, it's been a solid episode of the show. I have I enjoyed it. So. I have enjoyed it muchly. What? You sound like Tim Limbees is writing a missive in 1869. <laughs> Rob's Greek body enjoyed the live cast. <laughs> Immensely. It's true. And uh, we'll be back next week. I believe Richard Christie, Charred Walls of the Dam, will be our special guest. All right. And uh, we hope you will tune in, as always. Uh, you can tune in at metalinjection.net slash livecast and leave a call us up during the week. Leave us a voicemail 718-303-2353 or Skype Metal Injection Livecast. We'll play it on the air next week. Thanks as always for tuning in. Thank you to FanDuel. Brian Posey. Thank, thank you to Brian Posey. Thank you to Sleaze and Isaac and the whole band for taking the time to hang out with us. And thank you for making us a part of your oral experience. <laughs> <laughs>